Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around. So little, and we keep track of time Being so serious, idiots Thinking it would hello, 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 hello. And welcome to Rollercoasting I'm your host, Megano Hi guys, welcome back Guys, something I realised last week was We are a few episodes in to season two And we've yet to do a more kind of serious yeah, serious, we'll call it serious. A more kind of serious, deeper episode. And guys, this is roller coasting after all. As the intro says, life goes up and it goes down. Roller coasters, they're up, they're down, they twist you around when you least expect it. There's gut wrenching moments, heart beating fast moments. That's what a roller coaster is, and that's what we signed up to over here on roller coasting. So, it's definitely time for a more serious episode. I actually did attempt to do this last week, but let me paint a picture for you. So, as we all know, I was just back from Ibiza. However, I thought, no, we're just going straight back in there with the work. No rest for the wicked. So, I actually put together a full plan like I always do for every episode. Put together a plan, wrote some notes, ready to go. And I'm not being funny, but I feel like I sent myself somewhere not so jolly. The Ibiza Blues mixed with the kind of conversation we're going to have today. Nope, 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 nope. Not a good combination. It's like mixing toast and cement. No, no, who, no. That is not good for anybody. So lesson learned. Don't try and have uh, deep chats when you've got the Ibiza Blues. That was not fun. However, you'll be glad to know I'm fully recovered. I had a sober weekend. When I say sober weekend, it kind of makes it sound like I have an issue. I don't. I'm just a 24-year-old girl who likes to party. But I had a much-needed, wholesome, relaxed, calm weekend. I went to see the Minions. 
I went to see Buzz Lightyear. By the way, Buzz Lightyear, whoa. I didn't expect it. To, I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. Really recommend. I bought some llamas or alpacas. Was it a llama or an alpaca I had? I'm not too sure. It was as wholesome as it possibly could get and I feel so good for it. I feel recharged, motivated, just overall in good spirits. So I'm finally ready to tackle a more serious episode. Actually, that's not 100% true. That was how I was feeling. And then probably about two hours ago now, I heard some really sad, devastating news and I thought, I'm not going to record tonight. I don't feel up to it. I just feel a wee bit sad. But you know what? There is so much importance and power in speaking. Talking and speaking is a wonderful, wonderful thing. You can talk about serious things, talk about silly things, talk about what you had for dinner. Just speak. Speak to your loved ones. Speak to your friends. It's a brilliant thing. So I'm going to take my own advice and I'm going to speak to you guys. So today's topic is a topic that Going back to when I first decided I was going to make the podcast, I wrote down like loads of different topics I could speak about each week. This was one of the initial topics I wrote down. So I knew I was going to do it from the offset, but I've been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Because if I'm being totally honest with you, I am fucking shit scared to talk about this. Not because, not scared for like me to share with you my experiences and stories, because I'm pretty much an open book. I, I do like to share things. I find comfort in sharing things. But I'm scared to talk about it in case I'm to offend anybody, in case anybody feels like I'm downplaying a serious matter, all of those kind of things. Um, so I just want to start off by saying, please don't take offence to anything I say. Please don't be annoyed. I'm choosing to talk about a sensitive topic. My intentions are never to upset or annoy anybody. I just want to talk from my experience and be 100% honest with you guys because that's what I'm here to do. Okay, finally moving on to what the topic is actually is. It's something that I, I, ah, Scottish people say ah instead of I. I, feels weird saying that. Something that I and probably unfortunately most people deal with is anxiety I would say I am quite lucky I think that overall my mental health is good in fact I'd say it's really good and for the most part I definitely do not struggle with my mental health but I would be lying if I didn't say anxiety is something that certainly takes its toll on me now and then and again at this point I just want to say like I know that people actually struggle daily for years, for months, weeks, whatever time scale it may be. I know that anxiety is something that can literally cripple people. You know, you can't get on with your life as you should be able to because anxiety takes over. So I am 100% aware that people are dealing with anxiety on a level that I actually can't even comprehend. Like, my imagination can't even stretch to because I'm lucky enough to not deal with it on that level. So I don't want anyone to think I'm, like, disregarding that or downplaying that. I understand that that is, like, so offensive. And I really don't mean that at all. But I I do, I will be honest and say, I do have my own personal struggles with it just... I suppose, luckily, on not as such a big scale as, unfortunately, other people do. 
Oh, and just one more thing before we get into it. Um, if any mention, any chat, any discussion around anxiety, feeling anxious, overall health is something that could trigger you or make you feel worse in any way. If it's anything that could turn your good day into a bad day, this is your wee warning just to click off this episode. Absolutely no hard feelings. Take care of your wee head and I'll see you here next week for Rainbows and Daisies. Okay. Sorry, I feel like I have like one million things I need to clear before I start, but it's better being safe than sorry. Uh, so I just have to reiterate, this is purely my experience. I'm not a doctor, not professional, honestly, completely clueless on the matter, so I can't give out advice, nothing like that. This is purely just my experience surrounding anxiety. I, Whenever I'm doing like a kind of deeper episode, I like to have like, I don't really know how to explain it. I suppose like a reason for doing it and the reason for me speaking about this is it's so easy to jump on Instagram, jump on YouTube, wherever it is you go. It's so easy to jump on there and watch the lives of the people you follow and think, their life is so perfect. Like they don't know what this feels like. They don't have to face these kind of problems. Their life is just everything my life is not. I say that because I'm 100% guilty of doing it myself. So I just want to take this time to have a wee chat with you, be more real with you and let you know, do you know what? Sometimes I feel like shit. Sometimes I can't get myself out of bed. I'm only human the way you're only human. And that's why I want to be honest. I just want to be honest and have a chat with you guys and let you know that if there is things you're suffering, if there is things on your mind, you're not alone. Righty-ho. So I would say day to day, I I don't think... No, I, no I, don't, I definitely don't think I am. I would not say I'm an anxious person. I'm really lucky that majority of the time when I wake up in the morning, I'm in a good mood. I have a clear head, positive mindset, and that's a really fortunate position to be in. However, I'd say there's like... <laughs> I don't know if what I'm saying makes sense, but anyway, I'd say there's two things that I see as like big balls of anxiety. And when these come rolling towards me, I find it really, really difficult to get a grip on them. And I find it really, really easy to like spiral out of control and just be like, fuck. I'd say both, let's call them both of the anxiety balls, both anxiety balls make me as worried they make me feel as sick they make me as anxious as each other they just normally roll towards me at different times so we'll just start with anyone there's not one I would say makes me feel worse than the other so we'll start for first one here it comes rolling and this ball is I don't even really know what to call it I'd say it's it's health anxiety I feel like I almost can't call it that or I suppose hypochondriac I feel like I can't really use those terms because I've not been diagnosed can you get diagnosed with that um but I mean I I know how I feel and I know the severity severity of it up in my brain so for the purpose of this podcast that is what we will be calling it so I would say definitely like my whole adult life like from when I was a teenager till now I have had this like 
excessive worry about my health for someone who shouldn't really worry about their health like in the grand scheme of things I'm a very healthy person like I don't have any life limiting really any life altering illnesses um the, the only things that are actually wrong with me have IBS which to be honest is just an inconvenience more than anything but obviously things could be so much worse like there's poor souls out there with Crohn's which I don't have um, I have Raynaud's disease where I'm cold my blood can't circulate properly so my fingers, nose and toes go numb um, I'm slightly anemic have an iron deficiency obviously that sometimes makes me feel a bit shit but it's not like life altering or so I'm going to end my life yeah I think that's pretty much it so yeah I'm sure you'll agree with me I am a healthy person but for some strange reason I have like a really hard time believing that I'm healthy it's hard it's hard to explain and I've never actually sat down and spoke about it like this like it is something that in recent times I've been speaking to my mum about, I've been speaking to my friends about, Calm about. Everyone is kind of aware that I'm becoming really aware that there is like, there is like a, a anxiety problem around my health. But I've never really like tried to break it down. I'd say this problem has gotten worse in the past couple of years probably since like covid starting and i don't know if it's because there was so much chat about like health and every time you turn on the news it was just telling you how many people have died like i don't know if that's kind of sparked it more but basically the problem i have here is i seek medical problems in myself no word of a lie, when I got up in the morning, I basically give myself like an MOT. Like you check your card out in the garage, it gets an MOT, they try and find problems for you to then fix. That's what I do to my body. Like when I wake up in the morning, I open my eyes, and I'm like, right, what's sore? What seems worrying? And it's almost like I can't relax if there's not something wrong. Like it's like I need, I'm like, no, there has to be something wrong with me. So I better find it that's my kind of attitude towards it and then say I do find something which is always something so minor say I do find something like I could find like a a freckle right and I would convince myself it's a mole and then I'd look at it 10 minutes later and I'm not even joking it's like my eyes play tricks on me where I can see it's grown or it's changed shape so then I'm on google googling everything there is about moles and then I'm convincing myself I have skin cancer and I've had it this full time and it's going to be too late for me to deal with it that that is what I do a lot like I'd say I have these frenzies I don't really know it kind of comes and goes like there'll be like maybe two or three week periods where I'm not worrying not worrying about my health and then there's periods where I worry about it every second of every day for probably a week I'd say I do it at least once a month like I have these I suppose episodes of panicking about my health I often get called a hypochondriac which I would say yes I am 100% first one to admit it and it's always kind of used like by everyone I think like honestly everyone on the planet like in a kind of joking way like not no one's ever trying to offend you definitely not but it's kind of like 
almost like being a drama queen I'd say that's how the term is used and I would say I am both a hype contract and a drama queen but the drama queen one is kind of funny because I can sit back and admit that sometimes I do overreact I am a bit melodramatic 100% but being a hype contract I I can't tell you how how much in my head I am panicking like I literally sit in my room sometimes sobbing like can't lift my head off the pillow I'm so so worried that something seriously seriously is wrong with me so when people say oh you're su- such a hyper contract like I don't see the funny side in it because in my head I am petrified like I can't sit back and be like oh I am overreacting like the fear is so so real in my brain and I understand why people do think you're so funny you're overreacting like that is just not a problem but I wish in my head I could see it like that but I can't an example is so I was in Manchester a few months ago I think it was like Christmas time just before Christmas I was in Manchester me and Molly booked like a nice kind of like hotel apartment thing where like let's have a wee night away and we'll get some content we'll order a takeaway let's just have like a nice wee night away that's what it should have been was it a nice night away no I made it utter hell so basically I had gotten my jammies right I'm in my bare feet this is like just after dinner like the night is still young right so I'm looking down at my toes I had gel on them at the time I always have gel on my toenails but that way they'd started to grow out so you know what your nail looks like as it starts to grow out you can see like effectively your nail bed right so mine's is grown in and I'm looking and I'm like do you think that's something I should be worried about because my nail bed was like really really dark purple like basically black and Molly's like no and backstory is I actually have had issues with my right big toe nail and toe for years like I'm talking pre-covid because pre-covid I went to park life it got trampled on so much I ended up with rave nail rave nail is a thing guys so I've had troubles with this toe forever right but on this day I'm like no some, something something bigger is wrong here like this is more than just your rave nail right so I'm saying to Molly no I'm actually really really concerned about this toenail and a big thing I do is google everything like genuinely there's nothing I don't google and that is also a problem because googling your symptoms is never a good idea but Molly's obviously thinking in her head a bruised toenail is a bruised toenail like there's nothing else that could possibly be and I said, do you think I should Google it? And she was like, actually, yes. Like, Google it. It'll tell you it's Bruce toenail and then you'll stop talking about it. No. Nope, nope, no. That is not what Google said. If you Google black toenail, Google will tell you you actually have melanoma in your toenail, which is obviously cancer. So there I am. Honestly, unconsolably panicking like there's no talking me out of this I'm now thinking great I've had melanoma in my toenail this full time we're talking it three four years now and I've not dealt with it because I thought it's a bruised toenail I, I don't know I actually don't know if you're listening to me right now and thinking that's ridiculous or I actually understand where you're coming from because I am so in my head where that makes perfect sense to me that I can't understand how people wouldn't have the same mindset as me so I'm sitting like 
honestly about to burst into tears thinking oh my god like th- this is it like I'm sweating panicking to the point Molly actually texted Nadine my best friend saying can you please FaceTime her and try camera down like I've tried everything and I can't that that's the point it got to and it completely wrecked my night I felt sick to the pit of my stomach I couldn't look at another bit of food I was just panicking I was just thinking I need home I want to get to the doctors right this second I was actually considering going to a e in Manchester like it totally wrecks my night and this might sound like a funny story but trust me it's just anything but funny the next morning I get up, phone the doctor, obviously I'm still in Manchester, but I was like, I'm coming home today, if you can fit me in today, I will come, I will come at any time, any hour, and he was like, right, well we can't fit you in right now, but send me a picture. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So I send him a picture of the toe and he says, look, I can't rule out that it's not melanoma, but it's very unlikely it's probably just a bruised toenail. I don't know if people would get comfort in that statement, but for me, all I'm hearing is I can't rule out that's not melanoma. So that sent me into even more of a panic and frenzy because my doctor is now telling me he can't rule out that I don't have skin cancer. So that wasn't good. But eventually I did manage to get it seen to and it was in fact just a bruised toenail. It then later fell off. It's now back. It's looking gorgeous. It's not black from what I can see. But I, So that was one instant. Another thing that I get with whatever this may be, health anxiety, hypochondriac or just me being me, is I can feel totally healthy right like I can be sitting I don't have any queries concerns worries nothing's I feel absolutely fine someone mentions an illness a problem a disease whatever and it will take me about 0.5 seconds to convince myself I have that actually another another story that springs to mind is Back when I still worked in office, I'm sitting in work, type, 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 fine, 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 nothing wrong with me. One of the girls says, oh, listen to this. So basically her wee boy was out playing in long grass, playing football, wearing shorts, and he ended up with a tick in his private parts, shall we call it. And she basically had to get it out. So she tells us this story in like a lighthearted way. He's absolutely fine. The tick's gone it's just kind of an unfortunate event a funny unfortunate event to some so everyone in the office is kind of laughing giggling like oh what a nightmare blah, blah blah I'm sitting going I've got ticks guys I don't even know what a tick 
is I don't know what it looks like I don't know how it feels does it itch who knows but all I'm saying in my head is I have ticks how the fuck would I have ticks when is the last time I played football in long grass years decades ago I got gets to the point I said guys can you check me for ticks like I'm prepared to strip naked for you to check my body for ticks I'd been working in the office long enough that everyone was kind of aware again everyone knew I was a bit of a hype contract they they just said look no you don't have ticks where would you have gotten ticks from sitting in this office nine to five Monday to Friday like stop it that's how that's how easily it's done another thing actually this is so tragic but I was watching the news well actually I wasn't watching the news because I don't really watch the news but I was sitting in the living room and the news was on and it's like the kind of court cases and stuff just now I'm sure for the literally most tragic case ever I think it was back in the 90s where literally the hospitals gave people HIV because there was like a an issue with the blood that they were giving to people who needed blood so so many people contracted HIV through through the hospital that is their fault horrible like so 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 horrible it's so sad to hear and god my heart goes out to anyone who's suffering from that you won't believe me when I was saying fuck I started thinking of the I have never been given blood I started thinking of times when I have had my blood taken and started to wonder could I have HIV that I know that actually sounds redonkulous like saying that out loud I get how silly that sounds but I wish I wish I was joking when I tell you these are the things I think about on a daily basis I kind of wish I could see your faces right now to see if is is this something I should get help with I have been toying with the idea for a while now to invest I suppose is the word in a therapist because it is so tiring I can't tell you how mentally draining and sometimes physically exhausting because I'll worry so much that I can make myself feel sick I can make myself feel dizzy nauseous tired sluggish like trust me if you worry about something enough you actually feel the symptoms see how many times throughout the pandemic I convinced myself I had covid I've had covid once and in my brain and in my body it thinks I've had covid about 10 billion times I I would worry so much to the point I'd give myself a cough I'd give myself sore bones it can be done so it is something I've really been thinking about and even my mum said to me like yeah I think you should speak to someone about it so it is something I am definitely toying with the idea of but the problem is when I feel okay like when I go through these spells of actually not been so frantic about health I'm like no I'm fine I don't need help but when I'm in those spirals I do so it's something I am I'm really thinking about but yeah that's me on health anxiety okay so moving on to the second ball of worry anxiety whatever you want to call it the next thing I'd say that I worry about on a regular basis and can find myself feeling physically ill over worrying about is I don't know how to categorize it basically like offending people hurting people's feelings in a nutshell and you're probably thinking 
well, who actually does want to offend people? Like, I'm sure it's a small minority of people out there who do not give a fuck about who they offend. It's obviously quite a morally right thing to care about other people's feelings. But the way in which I panic over it, I wouldn't say is too good. I can remember ever since being a wee girl, like literally tiny tot, before being 10 years old, I have always had a really, really big fear of offending people. Actually, remember, this is so random, but I remember I said this rhyme, right? So I had a friend in primary school. She was like my best friend, right? And her surname rhymed with Clyde. So I said to her as a joke when I was like, primary one, primary two, I was five or six years old, I remember this. I said, um... Mm-mm-mm, peed in the Clyde. So her name, da 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 da, peed in the Clyde. And she was upset because we were kids and I made a joke about her peeing. And I was distraught. Like I was unconsolable crying to the teacher. I felt terrible. I wished so much I could go back in time and take back the shitty joke. The really also non-offensive joke but oh my god I thought my world was coming tumbling down. I even went home told my mum and dad about it like I remember thinking I am the root of evil. I reckon I have had this doom this fear over me like my whole life because not to get all soppy but when I was young I was quite badly bullied by two people. Will we do a bullying episode? Yeah, we'll do a bullying episode. But I was quite badly bullied by two people. So I know how it feels to be on the receiving end of someone trying to hurt your feelings, someone trying to belittle you, crush you, destroy you. I get it. So the thought of me inflicting that on somebody else kills my soul like I cannot tell you how awful this makes me feel and how how actually unwell it makes me feel I very 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 rarely argue with my friends like for example I have argued with Erin once the full time we've been friends it's not something we do but we did have an argument once right and Obviously, I didn't say anything mean to her. I never would. I would never say anything nasty. No name calling. Nothing ever. And at the time, obviously, I was arguing my point. She was arguing her point. Neither of us said anything bad, anything wrong. But once it was all patched up and we were best friends, thank fuck, forever and ever and ever. After it, I must have been texting her like probably a full year later full year and a half later. Like, by the way, I just wanted to say sorry for that argument again. Like, I hope you're okay. I hope like we're still best friends. Like it it eats me up inside. Like, why are we still talking about an argument we had a year ago? It I just can't tell you how much these things hang over my head. Is that normal though? Like, does does that happen to everybody? I don't know. But the way it makes me feel, and like when me and Erin were arguing, I remember like I wasn't eating, I couldn't sleep, I was unconsolably crying all the time to Callum he was like Megan friends argue like please get a grip I was like no I was like she might hate me forever like blah 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 if I actually told you what he's dragging about you should find it hilarious like neither of us done anything wrong lockdown tensions were high emotions were high but 
yeah, I just cannot cope with the thought of anyone's feelings being hurt by me. I'd say this um, fear I have over offending people is fine. Like, in in my normal life, right? My normal day-to-day life with Calm, my friends, my family, it's fine. Because, as I said, very rarely do I argue with people. Very rarely am I concerned that I may have hurt someone's feelings. But when we add my job into the mix, this is like a portion of worriness for me like there's a a wee witch in her cauldron mixing my job and with my fears of offending people and just giving me a big cup of anxiety I would say my goal on social media like on Instagram on YouTube on here wherever it may be I'd say my goal and what I set out to do is just to be I don't want to say to make people laugh because I'm not a comedian and people are probably sitting like you have never made me laugh that's embarrassing you think you have but my goal is to make people feel good I want to just be positive be nice treat those how you wish to be treated kind of vibes so the thought of me doing anything other than that is petrifying I always see like, for example, like my favourite influencers, YouTubers out there, like people, like the really big influencers and YouTubers, people are like, oh, she's changed. She's so stuck up now. Or, oh, she gives me like the bitch in school vibes. Like, oh, she used to be funny. Now she's this. Like when you see those kind of comments, like it puts a fear into me because I think, fuck, like, is it only a matter of time before people think that about me? Like, then I'm like, I think things down to even like say I bought myself a new handbag say I bought myself a new Balenciaga handbag I'd like to put that on my Instagram because my Instagram is about fashion and it's something I love it's something I've saved up for it's something I bought myself I should be able to share it but then I'm panicking like does this look like I'm showing off does this look like I'm being a brat does this look like I think I'm above everybody like these are the arguments I'll have with myself and then even like for example this podcast episode I'm terrified to post this because I'm like will people think I'm being insensitive to those who have really bad anxiety because I don't have it as bad as them I think everything down to the last T and as the saying goes look you can't please everybody so I do, I do still get DMs even when I am being so mindful. I'm trying to be so respectful. I'm doing my absolute best. Each day goes on. I feel like I, I learn more. I grow more. I try harder to have a good online presence. I still get some messages off of some people saying, you've did this wrong. You've done that wrong. Like, you just can't please everybody. And... I do question if my skin is thick enough to cope with it. This is probably the first time I've actually spoke about this. Like, I am that person, probably that annoying person. I've just ate oranges. I bought oranges in Marks and Spencer's because they're the best ones, the easy peelers. I've ate four. I've got a bit of a sore tummy. My fingers really smell of oranges. So I might be that annoying orange sometimes, right, who bangs on about how much I love my job, how lucky I am, how grateful I feel, blah, 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 blah. Completely true. Honest, 
cold hard truth not a lie in there but what I don't tell you is actually this job also makes me ill with worry like I lie in bed overthinking every single last thing I post worrying what the future holds with it like it's just there's there's a lot there's a lot of things that come with it that really do stress me out and to be honest I don't actually speak to anybody else about it like any other influencers so maybe it's actually a really really normal thing to be feeling but yeah I feel like I don't tell you that although I'll come on buzzing in a video blah 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 when I'm editing that and posting that sometimes I feel like closing my eyes and running away and just seeing what happens this also is going to sound really really piping but believe it or not there actually there are people like for instance when I'm out with my friends wherever I may be doing my own thing like I'm I'm out living life right not online I'm not posting about it I'm not promoting anything I'm out in my free time doing whatever I may be doing and I swear there are people out there trying trying to like get one up on you in a way it's so strange like you honestly wouldn't believe the things people say to me on nights out like it is so bizarre so as as crazy as it might sound and as much as you might be thinking Megan take yourself down a peg there are people who want to see me fail and there's people not not even just me just there's people out there who want to see influencers fail and again that is something that does give me a lot of anxiety and and a lot of worry but to be honest I'm sure that would with anybody but yeah maybe that's something you didn't know that with the job of my dreams this thing I enjoy doing so much the thing that gives me so much purpose is also the thing that can make me so scared to leave bed so scared that I can't get to sleep at night scared to eat feeling constantly sick give me panic attacks it's so strange how something you love so much can also be the cause of something that makes you feel kind of shit but that's not taken away from how much I love this job it's really not it's, it's something I need to try and work on I need to get better at like coping with my emotions and yeah just dealing with it and we'll leave it at that folks um again I just want to reiterate that this is just my experience with anxiety I probably am really lucky on the scale of, of anxiety as far as anxiety suffering can go but I do I do, you know what I do have panic attacks now and again I do have days where I feel like I can't leave my bed I can't eat I can't get to sleep at night because I'm just tossing and turning worrying panicking I do and those are some examples of that and those are some things that I do kind of struggle with and again the whole purpose of this is just to let you know that I'm a real person we're all real people unless any of you out there are robots (laughs) robots. but I'm a real person and Although my life might look like rainbows and daisies on Instagram, it's not always like that. There's some rainstorms, there's some monsoons in there, there's even some thunder and lightning sometimes. That's just how it is and I'll always keep it real with you. That's that's what you're always going to get with me. You can always bet on that. 
as always thank you so 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 much for listening and if anyone else is feeling a wee bit rubbish or can relate to any of the emotions discussed in this podcast i have a song for you don't worry be happy i don't know the rest of the words which is annoying because i feel like it actually sounded quite good there but yeah remember there's only 24 no sorry let me get this right even in the bad days there's only 24 hours remember the sun will rise tomorrow Honestly, I don't know if quotes like that help people, but I'll tell you what, they fucking help me. Thank you so much for listening, my roller coaster riders. I love you to absolute bits. I really, really do. Make sure you're following at Roller Coasting Podcast on Instagram so you can stay engaged, updated, involved with the podcast. I will see you again next week. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Goodbye. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Thinking it will matter Keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.